0: Hello there, Star Wars sessions listeners, fans, and sickheads alike. You're listening to probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We say probably because you know we're not a hundred percent sure, but we're like kind of sh- we're kind of it's kind of it's a very British thing, I suppose, isn't it, Matt? Like it's one of those, yeah.
1: Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars yeah. podcast. We, we don't want to commit,
0: yeah, and and we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to our show, and we hope. You enjoy the episode, but we've got like a little message to just tell you before then.
1: Yeah, we're, we are extremely proud of every episode that we've created, but we wanted to say that these initial episodes see us kind of finding our feet and our voice in the podcasting community. And listen, the content is fire. The content's great, but the quality of the audio and the show structure can probably be best described as a work in progress.
0: Yes, absolutely. We would always recommend listening to our most recent episodes first. And that's where you're going to get all the spicy news and everything. But mm. before you d- d- dive in, dive in anyway, because it's good. It's a great catalogue. The sound quality is it's it's a bit different. But I don't know, just just do what you want. We're just letting you know there's a lot of flavour to this session spice train. <laughs> and and we hope you enjoy hope you enjoy it i mean this intro i mean this intro alone will probably give you enough (laughs) to to know what we're about but there we go we love star wars and we hope you enjoy hearing us also love star wars with all that we hope you enjoy the episode and may May the the force be be with you
1: Good afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions from what I watch tonight. My name is Matt Hudson, and this is the regular show where anything from the galaxy far, far away is a subject, whether that's covering recent news, looking ahead to upcoming releases, or just covering a specific topic per episode. And joining me, joining me, as ever, in the cockpit of the South Essex Falcon, is my heroic co-host slash co-pilot, that's your cue, Oh <laughs> I was waiting for this massive climax. Hey yeah, it's Luke. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, not bad. How are you, Matt? It's nice to be here. It's good to be here again. Miss Macbeth, Master Blywalker or Blylo Ren to Blyesbeck. Luke is the only member of this two-man crew who has an actual character named after him.
0: Ah, oh, I know. I'm so fortunate.
1: Clone Commander 5052 otherwise known as Bly. I found that out (laughs) recently, and it blew my mind.
0: That's true. That is true, yeah. It's amazing.
1: Commander Bly has rushed on to the show tonight. He's just finished his dinner, and in the interest of uh, being nosy, what do you have? Oh, right,
0: okay, so it was a little bit of a rush today straight from work i uh, went around my mum's and i then picked her up and we had to go to tesco to get her uh, phone upgraded because you know she can't do that because she's useless or that sort of thing <laughs> uh bless her heart mom's um up. so it was one of those things my missus she's got girls uh, some of her friends over at the moment and they're in the room next door so if you hear laughing and uh, all that jazz uh, then um it's them um so that means <laughs> i was i was basically reduced to putting a uh, steak and ale pie and some chips oh. in the oven uh and just wolfing that down before the podcast so there we go there
1: there's we go nothing, Master there's Matt. nothing reductive about a steak and ale pie that's the food of kings i know i know i li- listen i'm not proud of it
0: but oh my word do i love a pie
1: I love a pie as well. And, um, I did mention to Luke that, uh, whilst his wife is, uh, having a great time with with her girlfriends, uh, the guys are talking about Star Wars in another room. So what could be better than that? I'm sure we yeah. all agree. We, we all know who, we all
0: know who's winning in this situation. Star Wars.
1: Yes. And the man himself has said it. Star Wars. So this is our, I uh, our regular show where we cover Star Wars. And in this episode, we're going to be focusing on the kind of episode nine, but also what is. What what does the future hold for Star Wars as a franchise as a whole? There's been a lot of talk about, is Star Wars dying? Is Kathleen Kennedy the Messiah or, or a very naughty boy girl? Um, so we're going to be cracking on to that. Without any further, I guess, let's talk some Episode 9. F- first off the bat, there's been a lot of talk about the title. Have you heard any particular titles or is there anything you'd like it to be called? Mm-hmm. So I've heard a couple things. things. Um, I've heard Balance the Force. Mm-hmm.
0: I've heard it Son uh, of Darkness. Son of Darkness, that's it. Thank you. Uh, so I've heard Balance of the Force, Son of Darkness, and I'm pretty sure I've heard uh one other. All of which as soon as I saw them, I wasn't a big fan. I remember when on your uh, Instagram page um on the I what I watched tonight show Um, you put up a poll saying uh, Son of Darkness, Parent Episode 9. Oh, no, it was Balance of the Force. Balance of the Force. Yes or no, I was in the no camp. You were. I was in the no camp. Not a big fan. I I, I don't see that being the title, you know, and I don't think we know the title yet. I know there's been like a couple other like quote-unquote leaks. I really don't think we know it yet. I mean, I watched a video the other day, uh, where people were saying, and, and a few people are saying this online, they're saying that only uh, JJ and his immediate uh, circle know the title.
1: That wouldn't surprise me.
0: It wouldn't surprise me either. And I am I really, really wanted a title release like this month, uh, February, uh, maybe for the Super Bowl or something, although I yeah. understand why they didn't go with it. Totally understand, you know, the film, the film's coming out in December and Disney have a lot of other stuff to, um, to put out before then, you know, and I, I do understand that this is a massive year, uh, for the Disney, uh, films in general. Um, but I don't know. I think I don't want to say this, but I wouldn't be surprised if. We wait until Star Wars Celebration in April to hear the title, but I could be wrong. Maybe they might uh, tweet it or something, or put it on in their Instagram
1: or YouTube, uh, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I remember the Force Awakens. I think was just tweeted out. Given all of the hype and fanfare about that, I'm sure they just put it on, a Twitter, on their Twitter account. Yes, yeah, on. That's
0: it, it. It was tweeted out. Um, I think a month or two before the trailer in uh, 2014, late 2014. That
1: sounds about right, yeah.
0: And um, with the, what was it, with, okay, let's let's think about this. So with Rogue One,
1: I felt like that came out, oh, that was released at some sort of conference, right? Rogue One, I, th- I think that that was probably a celebration with The Force Awakens, because I think they had the teaser trailer. Ca- ca- it came out, that also came out ages before Rogue One did, and then none of the footage was used in the film anyway.
0: I think you're right. I think it might have been on like the future filmmakers panel or something Possible, like that. Yeah. That and they they had the I remember seeing the early um pictures of it and it's at the schedule of uh, Force Awakens and then you got Rogue One and at the time it's being called Rogue One Anthology, not a yes, Star Wars right. story. Um and then uh is said episode eight, Star Wars Anthology two, episode nine, Star Wars anthology three. Um Yeah, so that seems like forever ago.
1: Yeah, I've heard. I've heard "Balance of the Force" obviously as well. Because this this all stemmed from somebody on Reddit, good old Reddit, had apparently <coughs> hacked into the StarWarsWeb dot com website, um, their source, their code, and they'd found things relating to something called "Balance of the Force." And they, I think they, I don't know how they did it, but they just assumed it was the title of the ninth film. But it is also. It's been used in a lot of other things, but I don't mind the title. If if it was if they said tomorrow that it's called Balance of the Force, I'd be okay with it. I mean, I I think I've got one I prefer, but Balance of the Force is fine. And I I've, this is one I've seen thrown around a few as well. But I like a New Order because it. Oh, that's me, the other one. Is, is it a New Order in the galaxy? Is it a new kind of first order? A new Jedi order? It has a lot of different connotations to it, and it's not too dark, but it's not also too you know, overly optimistic. So right. I like the fact it's fairly neutral, but at the same time, they might want something because apparently this, this is the end now. the are closing out the Skywalker saga. And I've seen some people put some, quite frankly, awful titles up which relate to, you know, the Skywalkers, like Echoes of the Past, don't like it. Son of the <laughs> Suns, don't like it. Got nothing to do with, it's got nothing to do with anything. No, That's too this bad. Sequel, exactly. The sequel trilogy set stuff up and it's got nothing to do with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, i I'm, a new order. I'm it, again. I'm not sure if it does it for me. It, it, like I'll know it when when they release it. I'll probably be, I'll, I'll probably be like, yeah, that's it. That's what makes sense. Yeah. Like the, the Last Jedi. That surprised me. I did
1: not see that coming. I wasn't overly keen on it when I first heard it, but only because I think it's because with that film. The every, everybody was talking so much about the Last Jedi, speculating even more than the Force Awakens, just because we had something to actually base it off. When the Last Jedi came, I originally thought, oh, but it's since grown on me, and I think it's an excellent, awesome title.
0: Yeah, I I, I completely agree. I, I wasn't a 100- hundred sold on it but i was intrigued and it, and it did its really? job in that and that's that's kind of the whole subverting expectation thing that's kind of like one of the themes of the film i guess that's what ryan was ryan johnson was kind of going for um but there, there's a lot of titles out like son of darkness you know they're not going to end a trilogy with son <laughs> of darkness surely it doesn't really
1: mean anything either who's the son of what darkness yeah yeah it's
0: it's all it's all a bit too it's all it a bit too awful. vague Bit yeah i mean in general i mean it's kind of hard to guess the theme of nine where where episode eight kind of like left off i watched episode eight for for the i don't know billionth time (laughs) the other day um i enjoy the last jedi parts of it i think we went over we've been over this a couple of times parts of the last jedi i really can't stand the humor in particular I'm, it doesn't do it for me. Um, but, the, but The Last Jedi, what I have grown to appreciate is that it's a very intimate film almost. I said, mm-hmm. It's very character driven. And I feel like the film kind of ends a little bit with a blank, like canvas almost. Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah. It doesn't and really end on anything, is it? Other than they're all on the ship. The, couple of the, the main dudes on either side are dead. Spoiler alert for Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of it it's kind of just left it off as right this this is where we are you know run with this somehow
0: yeah exactly and i feel like um i feel like so basically right ryan's like gone oh no, well here you go jj here's, here's your cast back there's there's a load of people dead now <laughs> here's half of them anyway
1: yeah here's half of
0: them um do what you want with it. I mean, it, I mean, it literally ends, um, with them on the, on the Falcon. Ray has the Jedi texts. Did you yes. notice that? Yeah, he you does. noticed yep. that. Of course you noticed that. Why, why did I even, I didn't need to ask that. Uh, you noticed but that. I, and I always think, um, that brought new meaning to the, to the quote when, uh, Yoda says, um, uh, Luke's like at the tree. He's about to burn the tree down. Yes. Right. And, um, he goes, oh, he, the, in there's the sacred de- Jedi text, and Yoda says nothing. um There's nothing in that tree that the girl Ray does not already possess. Yes, and I, and right, so that can be taken literally, right? Because she's she's taken the book. I she's she's gone. She's flown away. she's <laughs> <Yeah>, he's <laughs> basically punking Luke, though. Basically. Yeah. again, right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, you you can interpret that in a lot of ways, but she, but physically as well. And I only noticed that. Um, i think i again i read it online and the last time i i watched it i was like that's brilliant that is brilliant because it that is literal she literally has the jedi text yeah and there's There's so much into that
1: film which upon first view, and i never noticed it's only since watching it again and again and other people saying oh look at this and this happens that there is quite an awful lot and there's also a lot of symmetry as well if you watch how ryan johnson frames kylo and uh, anakin for example if you if you just go on, if you just search online, Carlo and Anakin I don't know, symmetry or something like that, even like the way they're shot, the way they're framed, and not just the overhead shot of him walking into the Jedi temple and onto Crane oh, as well. Mate. There's so many things that Ryan Johnson does which you don't really notice, and he does get enough credit from the right people, but I don't think he gets enough credit overall for because it's a real filmmaker's film. It's really crafted it very is,
0: well. It is a filmmaker's film, and it's. It's, it's sad because, um, there's so much hate for this film. I, th- mm. I, I'm a firm believer that it's a loud minority, as with the ca, as it's the case of a lot of things nowadays, sadly. Social um, media,
1: unfortunately, but we, we, all, we all use it, but. Mm.
0: that's it that's it that's that's just the way you know um culture works nowadays you know and everyone has a platform to to voice whatever and gain traction and stuff um but there really there really is uh some hate for this film and it and it's just like sometimes i watch these films on on like um on youtube these videos on youtube and i i i i humor them right so i want to hear their (laughs) side of the story you know, and I think that's fair, you know, maybe there's something I've not picked up on, and they people a do things. generally just not like the film, which is fine, sure, sure, and then there's there's a few things like um like why why um didn't loads of this thing say why why aren't loads of plot points in the last jedi in previous films and stuff like that, and I think... Fe- I, at that point I'm like but dude like have you seen the other Star Wars films yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like every single <laughs> one every single one brings something new to the table whether it's to do with the force or some sort of technology and that's because they are making it up as they go along to no surprise it's not an actual galaxy where <laughs> you know there's there's written laws in XYZ and we have an encyclopedia or well, what, you've what, ruined it now laws. <laughs> will always be. I know. I'm sorry, but you know, equally, equally, despite there being um, this backlash, I don't necessarily um, agree with how the 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 how how should I say this? Like, I think a lot of the creatives and a lot of the actors are responding to this <laughs> because because, like you said, social media kind of gives uh, these these bad people or people just with their own opinion. You know right it's it's a yeah, mix yeah. of both i know I know some lovely, lovely people who I get along with and trust who don't like the film, and that's fair enough yeah, that's right fair enough. but but then equally, then all of these actors also have a platform then they're, they're not afraid to say their piece and it, and, it, and it's like I feel like it would do a lot of a lot a lot of good to just be quiet you know <laughs> if, those, if those if those guys want to complain and say this and do this, you know just ignore them. You know, and I feel like that's a bit more professional. Like I remember, do you watch the Star Wars show, or did you watch Star Wars show? I
1: it wherever it's gone. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, So uh, I remember not long after the Last Jedi, I think it was between the Last Jedi and Solo. Like Andy Gutierrez, um, who's the host on there, she like was drinking something out of a mug, and it said "Fanboys Tears." Yes, drinking like a coffee, and like loads of people went crazy about that, and it was like. Come I understand. On. I understand that, but that wasn't necessary. It really wasn't necessary. Like, especially be cool. when you
1: said it yourself, it's it's not real, is it? <laughs> we're, we're on real, we're on here it's... talking about it, but we we, we are both patently aware that it didn't really happen as much as we'd like it to. So, uh, yeah, you've got to remember absolutely. that sometimes.
0: Absolutely. But other than that, other than that, regards to titles, I can hand on heart say I don't have a solid. Theory with the other films, I have had theories with this. I have no clue what it's going to be called. I've heard that there is that the word beyond is going to be in it, but I think that's Ooh, too beyond, close to yes. Star Trek. So, you know, I'm not sure on that Ooh, one. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And also,
1: Star Wars Beyond,
0: th- this is one I've read online and I loved it. Although there's a fat chance of it happening because of let, I'll say it and I'll see your reaction. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. I'm oh, ready. Ready? Star Wars Episode Nine, Jewel of Fates. Ooh. The Jewel of Fates. The, I'm, I'm assuming
1: that's D-U-E-L.
0: D-U-E-L, yeah. yeah. Not,
1: like, not ju- ju- Jewelry. Um, no, I <laughs> no. I don't mind it. It literally brings it full circle from one to nine. I don't mind it. I'm just thinking but in my head, now, I'm just trying to imagine like the marketing. Do you know like the on the advert when when the trailer when it comes on Star Wars Episode Nine: Jewel of Fate? So honestly, not in that voice, of course, but yes. how it would sound. <laughs> I know I what you mean.
0: I think I, I think it. it's a it's a long shot, but I saw that and I was like, I like that. I like that. But I honestly, I have no clue. I have Star, no clue.
1: Star Wars Episode Nine. Just release it. Let's give just, just release. That'll be it. <laughs> Um, well, that's kind of a decent way to move on to on to episode nine and kind of what we, I guess, what we not, I guess, what we want to see, not what we're demanding furiously with our clubs out and our phones ready to say rude words to the to the creators, but what would we like to see in episode nine? So I'll open the floor to um, Clone Commander Bly. Anything that you particularly would like to see happen? Um, less stupid humour. Yes. <laughs> less <laughs> stupid humour. Yeah um so no no your mum jokes then
0: no or no phone phone jokes from (laughs) your mum jokes no layer poppins um i don't want that (laughs) i don't want that but jj's at the helm and i think he's quite a he's quite a savvy guy ryan johnson i think he's a very sweet man um but i think he's probably not that funny (laughs)
1: he probably
0: probably thought you know the the stuff in the last oh yeah they're gonna love love this no, they're not. No one likes that. No one thinks that's cool. Ah uh, oh well, doesn't matter. Moving forward, what would okay, so um, less stupid humor. I would like to see a redemption in Kylo, but not in the way everyone everyone is assuming. I think that I would love and I think I've told you this before in our little coffee meets before, before the podcasting days <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I, in, the, in the good old days. I, oh. I am convinced, right. We have never seen, um, Snoke's species. He's a humanoid, right. But yep. he, and, unless they're going to do a whole yoga thing, which I don't think they will. I am convinced that Snoke is one of this, this race, these, these beings, from the unknown region, yes, you have mentioned, and he same. was sent in. He was sent into this galaxy to take, um, to manipulate it and to weaken it, to weaken it from the inside, so that this ex- this this force can come in and, and attack. If anyone's familiar with legends, you know, akin to the Yuuzhan Vong, which I hate, I hated the Yuuzhan yeah, Vong. like they were immune to the Force and all that stuff. So I think they're doing something along those lines. But not, but a lot more like, um, in keeping with the Star Wars universe. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, like, and out, so, cause they've been, they've been talking about in the other canon, so the novels and the comics and whatnot now, they've been hinting at something in past or in the unknown regions, like deep in there. Which was calling to Palpatine, or just this force that was out there, which Emperor Palpatine knew about and were trying to reach, or had, uh, or it had contacted Palpatine, or whatever it is. So they have kind of, yeah, put these building blocks very slowly in place for something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that Lucasfilm, roughly, I'd like to think they roughly knew that that was where the story was kind of going to end up now we'll find out after episode nine and each director we know has had creative control over each film but i have a feeling they were like listen you can do what you want but let's incorporate this theme that at the end it turns out like this baddies from the unknown regions or whatever i don't know for definite i could be just speaking out of my behind but Mm. um yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd really like to see that. And I'd like to see Ray and Kylo coming together. Kylo reluctantly fighting against this external force. Ooh. Um, and I'd love to see. I have like the perfect ending in my head figured out. Do
1: you want Here to hear it? Let's set us up for crushing disappointment when oh, this doesn't yeah. happen.
0: I, now, I, I mean, the chances of this happening, I don't know. But imagine that the external forces are, are defeated or something, right? So, so we're kind of, we are literally at the end of the film, okay? And Kylo is like, he looks a little bit older and stuff like that. More haggard, more more worn. He's got a beard. He's got a beard. He's, he's got beard. a beard. And he's like, he's like, he's doing a whole Luke thing. Right. He's like on top of this like mountain or something like that, or wherever some like deep forest, something like that. And he is just on his own and he's meditating. You see him there. there No words are spoken. There's like this dramatic classic star Wars, John Williams music going and he's heartbroken, you know, because he did some really bad stuff and he knows he can't fix it. He knows he's no longer the goody. Right, and he's also no longer the big baddie. And then he's he's helped by Luke as a force ghost by a CGI aged Anakin Skywalker Knife. also as a force ghost. No words are spoken, they're just there near him, helping him. Like emotionally. Something like that. I'm sure someone could articulate that a lot better than I can. But I, I, I would, I would love to see that. And Ray is starting up a new order. You know, a new order, a new order. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It makes a lot of sense. It makes <laughs> a lot of sense. But that's how I. That's I, I would love that. I would love that. There's not like a full uh, redeeming. He's no longer like the big like hero or anything like that. He's just. Taken himself away from the equation, you know, just just like uh, what his uncle did, and and to a lot of people, I'm sure. See, I've not blurred this out on the forums because I know I think a few people would probably find that super lame, Hmm. but I I think that would be nice. However, I'm not sure if they're going to end the Skywalker saga like that. That's why it's a long shot.
1: It it would be it would be different, but in a good way because. So many people I think assume that uh, that Kylo's either going to die or he's going to sacrifice himself for the good of the galaxy, you know, be, be, become the good guy at the very end. But that's what they that's what they did in the original trilogy with Darth Vader. And I think I don't really want to see the same ending. So something like that could work where he's still alive, so you know, in ten, twenty years when when Adam Drivers won five Oscars, he can come back mm-hmm. and play the old Kylo probably who gets who? Then sacrifices himself, but it, yeah. it, it keeps the door open for future storytelling. But and also, it is just a bit more interesting than oh look, Kylo has has sacrificed himself to save his mother or his Skype girlfriend Ray. I I, I quite <laughs> I quite like the idea of it, and if anyone can pull it off acting wise, it's certainly Adam Driver.
0: Yeah, big time. And that's that's why I'm thinking. I'm thinking, yeah, I I, th- I think it could happen, but. Yeah, that's in my little tiny brain. What, what, what's, what's one of your points? What do you think?
1: War. <laughs> I just want to see. <laughs> I just want to see big, like, like also in scale and scope, just war. Because my only issue, this, well, one of my one of my issues with the sequel trilogy, and I've gone out and record on these shows to say that I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of these the last two films, seven and eight, but I, but the Force Awakens started and ended, and then literally hours later. The Last Jedi started, so in the space of two days, you have uh, two galactic days or whatever. You have Episode Seven and Eight. Everything feels that's not much. Yeah, but like, oh, here's this new, new excuse to pump a new hope. Ray, here's Carlo. Uh, and Snoke's dead, and all the and Starkiller's blown up uh, Hosnian Prime, and all this, and then it's been blown up. Everything's happened, and there's only been like three days. and you think? Oh, bloody! It's not really very. You know, it's not very very epic. So I want, because I think, I think we've got about a year's gap between eight and nine. So I'd I'd love for the film to start in the middle of a massive battle. Because you've got, because you have to, somehow you've got to cram in so much, I think. But if they could start with a massive battle, which kind of, I don't know, in the middle of it, so you, I don't know, you pan down from the stars, similar to how Revenge of the Sith started, but a, but a ground battle, and you know, things are going off everywhere. Maybe a couple of, um, losses straight away off the bat. Maybe not anyone. Oh, sure. Too sure. major. Like, I mean, I can see, I can imagine certain people going, but I can't imagine obviously killing off Ray in the first act, but hell, that would be a way to go. But so, so something to set the film up and really grab your attention. But I just want to see. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because he said the, the war is just beginning, I think Luke said in the end of eight. Yeah. So, yeah. We've kind of only got one film to show that. And I know, and I've yeah. heard people saying, oh, what happens if we get 10, 11, and 12? And really, I would, I would have preferred these three films to be told over five or six films because there's so much story to tell. But yeah, yeah. for me, war, you know, scale, and, um, I don't want them to set up the future installment. So I don't want them to leave it too open ended at the end. Where, where you, where your ending works is it actually gives closure to the characters in a way. But it isn't sort yeah. of winking at the audience saying, you know, we're all going to be back in five years time for a sequel and setting up needless plot threads. Just sort of have it as a end to this trilogy and to the nine films and have this as its its own contained film. So that's what I'd like. And obviously, this is John Williams' last Star Wars film. So I just want to hear what he comes up with.
0: I think that's a really, really good point. And I, I actually have thought a similar thing that the film will probably open up in like a battle or something. And in the uh, opening crawl, they're going to be like chaos. You know, the galaxy is divided. Yep. We're kind of like the first order. Obviously, they have more of the like financial muscle and stuff like that. Um, and and like force, they they have a lot more of um, not not the force, but mm-hmm. a lot more of like a military force. And they're probably like taking up like system by system, planet by planet by force, right? And then. There are probably also these planets that are like aligned to the Republic, aligned to the Resistance, and they're loyal to that. And that's where I can see it starting off. And I think that would be such a smart move because they need to learn from uh, the prequels that between that two and three episode, and between that eight and nine episode, if there is a gap where a military conflict is happening, that is a whole new goldmine yes. of storytelling, yep, right? And, and and that would be so clever. That would be so clever because we can see that um, unravel a little bit more. And I think, I think they're going to make a really, really big deal of Luke's sacrifice. Yes. And I have a feeling I found out the other day, that, you know, the, uh, with Broom Boy, the ending yeah, scene Boy. of with, uh, the Last Jedi with Broom Boy. So good. I love that scene. And the, and the old, uh, kiddies, they're like, they're, they're speaking in that alien language <coughs> and stuff. Luke Skywalker. And, yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. That I, I reckon that is a few months after the Last Jedi. That's my theory. Or maybe a year. Yeah. And I, and I think that that message is spreading like wildfire. That's what I think, that Luke will inspire the good in the universe. He will inspire the hope. He he is the spark, and that's what I think. That's how I think it will start.
1: I feel inspired now (laughs) after hearing that. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. I think it needs to as well. Otherwise, it kind of... It doesn't it doesn't take anything away from the ending to wait, But reg- I know a lot of people have their opinions on eight. But I thought the end of it was awesome. When well, I just I, did, I didn't see it coming in the cinema. I was one of I did I did wonder why he looked younger and had a beard and a different color lightsaber. But it didn't strike me that he was false projecting himself, which is just you know the coolest thing a Jedi could do. But yeah, I think they need to big up what he his sacrifice and have you know him taking on the whole First Order as the Along with the distress call that Leia sent out, which I think obviously like Lando and people like that are gonna are gonna um, pick up, and that's another one. Actually, I want Lando to. I know he's not gonna have much to do because Billy D, the coolest guy in the galaxy other than Han, he is or eighty three <laughs> years old. Him mean, he's he's you know he's no spring chicken, so he's not gonna be running around. Um, taking falls out, so he's going to be behind a desk or behind a cockpit. But <laughs> I would like to see yeah. him feel important and not just be like the Maz Kanata was in episode eight, where she was basically a, was it a hologram for about thirty oh, seconds? Oh yeah, yes, I so want him to wasted. feel important. Is this is Billy D yeah. coming back.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I heard a rumor. You want to hear a rumor? Yeah, I'm always here, good for rumors. Right. So there is. You're going to have to forgive me. Right, there's a. If you look at the cast of episode nine, yep, there is a um, there's a black lady in it that I. Her name escapes me. Is it Naomi Aki? That's it. That's the one. Rumor is that is Lando's daughter. She's a Coruscian. Ooh, do you like the idea of that? I love the idea of that. I love the idea of that, and it makes it makes sense. Why wouldn't he have like a kid? Why wouldn't he have a daughter or a son, given his family? He's surprised he hasn't
1: got more. But
0: yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And that would make sense. That would like totally answer why he's not been so active, right? He's probably he's probably like done um, like his family's probably like got it together a little bit more than the solos. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> which is that's yeah, what which is saying something yeah. <laughs> yeah which is saying something yeah um so that's that's what i reckon yeah.
1: i don't know he's only been mentioned i think that i'm other than uh, in this new sequel trilogy he's only really ever been mentioned in, once in one novel land though he's really not been paid any not any attention but he's only i only remember seeing him really mentioned in any kind of capacity once so i'm glad to see that he's back and i hope they don't just bring him back to kill him off for, I don't know, I hope they I hope they tie up all nine films nicely. I'd like to see some new planets, obviously, but I'd love to see some old planets. I'd love to see Kylo on Mustafar. I'd love to see Endor okay. again. And I would also like to see a pretty decent runtime as well. You know, you've know, you got Avengers Endgame is apparently running at three hours, and that's quite a long time. But What? Apparently so, but I'd like to see this Are episode. Are you kidding me? For three sure. Three hours? For sure, I'd like to see episode nine, you know, two hours, 40, two hours, 45 minutes. I can handle that as long what? as as long as the oh, story is good for me because there's so much dude. to put in there three hours endgame is three hours long apparently Dang. so apparently they've done loads of test screenings and everyone's loving it and they may even have to bring an intermission in which not too sure oh, i'd like an intermission oh but word.
0: oh my word um because I, I i'm really surprised at that because i heard that the uh last jedi was going to be a lot longer and they wanted to cut it shorter because they can, they can basically play a lot more of the Last Jedi, yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. right? Yeah, right. So for filming, it's like fifteen minutes shorter. It turns out they could probably like sell two more screenings of that a day or yeah, something yeah. stupid. I don't know. I've probably got my maths wrong, as usual. But <laughs> that's I don't know. <laughs> Three hours is a long time. That is a long time. Mm-hmm. And also, you got to remember, you know, you could debatably say the messiest films are Attack of the Clones and the last jedi
1: right yeah I, I certainly agree with the attack of the clans and the last jedi was okay yeah i guess so because you've got the opening then you've got the space chase and you've got Canto bite and then you've got right. what's going on acto and then you've got yeah i see what you mean
0: yeah yeah and i, I, I don't know i don't know maybe I, I'm, I'm not looking for like deep correlations there but i feel like i i do feel like um the, yeah, I, I totally echo your your sentiments. That it needs to be big, yeah. and it needs to answer a lot of questions, oh, yeah. and it needs to do it in a really satisfying job. Oh man, I don't know, I don't know. It's 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 so exciting. And people that are like a few that have been since the release of the last Jedi, are like, oh, I'm boycotting Episode Nine. I'm boycotting Star Wars. Man, I have seen so many people asking where's the episode nine yes, title? Then it'll be back. So many people. So many people. Even the haters, even the people that claim that they don't like uh Lucasfilm anymore, they hate Kathleen Kennedy, all that sort of stuff, they're all like, yo, where episode nine title at? And <laughs> yeah, oh wow, now you want to know. Of course i want to know. Because if this film plays it right, if the writing is good and the story is good then it will answer why we have a, a force awakens, why we have a last Jedi. And it will make sense. It will make sense. I couldn't say that to
1: myself. Uh,
0: there we go. And that's the beautiful things about revenge of the Sith and return of the Jedi. And I, I both adore those films.
1: Yeah. They put a bow on things, which it, uh, it open ended or not, they, they tie things up and they answer the questions. So three questions before we move on to anything else. Um, actually, one, one observation is mentioned The Force Awakens. JJ's back. I love the look of that film. It it looked and felt like OT Star Wars, and there's nothing wrong with the pre- prequel trilogy. We've been through those before, but the aesthetic, we you know what we love about Star Wars was in episode 7. It felt right. So I, I think we're almost guaranteed that 9 is at least going to have that sort of comfortable, warm feeling that The Force Awakens gave us. So the three questions are the first one is what three planets would you like to revisit if you could do? The second one oh. is how are they going to ha- handle General Leia? And thirdly, will, will as we get closer to the film, will the hype be anywhere near Force Awakens levels? Because this is apparently the last saga film.
0: Oh, right. Okay, we're going to have to go through those one by one. So three planets. So the first one was the planet one, right? Okay. Uh, number one, it has to be Tatooine. Oh, yeah. I think that... Although I don't think this is going to happen. Um, I think Tatooine would be the only planet in, in uh if, if they feature it in this upcoming film, it'll be the only planet that's uh featured in all three trilogies.
1: Uh I think you might be right.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's the only reason why I say that, is because there's obviously a gravity to that place and it's the Skywalker saga. Right? So or that's what they're calling it at the moment. I have my own opinions about that, but um, that's what they're calling it at the moment. And I think that's that's definitely number one. Number two, I'm going to say Coruscant. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say Coruscant. Just what I was thinking. Um, oh, I, I really like Coruscant. Number three, oh, I would have said Jeddah. I really liked Jeddah.
1: They're filming in uh, Jordan. in same place, apparently. They
0: are filming in Jordan. Yeah. I, although I'd, again, it would be, oh, what well, I, when I say Jeddah, I don't mean, um, I mean Jeddah city. I really like Jeddah city and we know that was, that was destroyed <laughs> yeah. by the Death Star. So that chance of that happening. Um, and then number three. Oh. I'm probably gonna. I'm leaning toward Mustafar, you know. Yeah. But then we've already revisited that in Rogue One. I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. What What are your
1: three? Mustafar, just to see Kylo in the in the castle. Oh yeah. I would have said Coruscant as well because I'd love to see what they do with that, with a little less a little less CGI. It sounds like an Elvis song. A little less CGI and <laughs> a bit more sort of practical looking Coruscant. Um, Endor. I mentioned that because I, there's something about Endor which I don't know it takes me back to because I, I know your your top films, Return of the Jedi, but it takes me back to watching that as a kid. And there's something about Endor which felt magical. I could, I could go on forever. Yeah. Naboo but there's probably no real reason to ever go back as much. I'd like to see that. I don't know Mustafar, Coruscant, and Endor, but I think you might be right. Tatooine. I think. Well, but I think they're definitely <laughs> going back to Jakku. I think.
0: Yeah, I was I was just about to say. You reckon? You know, they're filming in Jordan. You, re- you reckon they're going back to Jakku?
1: I think they are definitely. Much to Finn's chagrin, everybody's going to have to go back to <laughs> Jakku. I think.
0: Can't go back to Jakku. That's it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I think I they're going that. back there, man. I love that. Oh, um, yeah, I could see them going back to Jakku. That that would. I mean, the thing is, I do really want to see a planet that's a bit more out there and that's kind of why i liked Kanto bite Kanto bite felt a bit prequely yeah All, although i might not have loved the the, the the actual story arc although i don't think it's as bad as what everyone says it is everyone goes oh i hate that whole Kanto Byte in i really don't see how you can hate it Hates a strong word yeah yeah absolutely I and mean, yeah um anyway i don't know i, I would like to see a some color
1: well apparently like, there's I, I a jungle planet they're going to be using apparently
0: yeah jungle does that do it for you i think jungle would be really cool if they if they do it right if they play it right i think that could be really cool i really liked the planet like, i love there was a montage during uh, order 66 montage yes. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> well you know what I mean? yeah. that makes sense <laughs> so montage funny. of death yeah classical montage <laughs> of murder you know <laughs> that classic montage <laughs> you know, everyone
0: dies in such a nice way yeah beautiful um no i think uh i really liked the scope of that you know you really got you know in a few seconds and if you you got such a sense of scope of the clone wars and the galaxy right um and i really liked that and i think it was um felucia uh
1: the colorful felucia? planet.
0: yeah yeah i really liked that i really like that but bear in mind like i, I grew up with the prequels yes. right so y- you know whether that would you'd get away with such a colorful colorful avatar-esque looking place in 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 this sequel era you know i don't know but I, i'd like to see something like that something a bit more a bit different
1: yeah i've heard jungle planet and i've heard snow planet so i mean there's only so many terrains they can cover but i would like to see something i mean crate kind of went there with the white salt and the and the red under soil whatever it was so they kind of gave us that different colorful look so but i'd like to see something amazing yeah i loved it in the trailer as well so i'd love to see something like that but i guess the second question then was it's probably the most not sensitive but how are they going to handle Obviously Carrie Fisher's certainly passed on to so how are they gonna handle the character Leia? There's only a few things they can do, because I am assuming they've only got X amount of footage. Where do you think they're gonna take that that arc, the Her character? Because let's face it, it's probably, probably she's one of the most crucial players in the whole of the game.
0: Huh. Put you
1: on the spot there.
0: I I you did put me on the spot. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not it's not like every single Star Wars fan has thought about this, right? We've we've all thought about oh, yeah. this. And and I you know, this is a job that I do not envy. Right? I I really don't envy no, this no. job. Wow. I mean, how do you write someone like that out of a story? Um, I feel like Leia is going to be in the background commanding the the resistance slash new republic. Okay. That's what I think she's gonna be doing. And I'd, or controversially I don't think they're going to kill her off I thought that too yeah they're not going to kill her off I, I don't think that and I think she's going to be a minor character
1: but then um, I had another thought go on <laughs> on that because because you mentioned Kylo's redemption and I said I don't want them to do the whole sacrifice yourself for the greater good I think they're going to do that and I think she's going to be involved I think Ben is going to save his mother in the process of dying himself Or, or something along those lines, I think. So. Oh, really? I think, but actually that kind of contradicts everything I've just said, but I think that he'll have something to do with it. So he'll, obviously he, he killed his father, God damn you. Um, but he'll, he couldn't finish his mother off in eight, maybe nine. He's gonna save her or or even actually potentially he may not get there in time and that may tear him up or that may be the catalyst for him to turn against the first order because he couldn't get there to save his mother in time but it dep- yeah it depends what i just i don't know where they're gonna go because i thought originally yeah they're gonna she's gonna survive and but then how do you deal with it afterwards because obviously the character herself will have to eventually pass on do you do that in a book it's not really very, it's kind of, it's kind of a bit of anticlimactic. I and I know it's I think, strange think, to say that about a real life person who has passed, but in terms of the character, I mean.
0: I think if she survives, if she lives, then you can probably write in a story where, you know, the baton has truly been passed over, where the older generation maybe are looking over the younger generation, you know, in yeah. Ray, Poe, Finn, and, and maybe Kylo in whatever format or way that is and you could probably do that in in a star warsy montage where Leia's like looking over from from afar maybe from like an office in Coruscant or somewhere in the republic or whatever in a war room and she can see the celebration happening so you could play it like that and then equally you can see like Luke and stuff as force ghosts like looking over everything and they can see that for now once again balance has been has been struck well, is the force I, yeah Damn it. i don't know i don't know i again i really i really don't know how i really don't envy this writing job i really don't really don't because at the same time i don't want these problems to ever stop the story to stop the narrative of course yeah. of star wars right that should always come first and I cannot say hand on heart that they're going to do that. I can't guarantee. And I think we'll get a flavor of this in when we get our first trailer.
1: I hope they don't use that particular narrative or arc to sell the trailer or to create an emotional beat to get people in to kind of manipulate people. But, yeah, I I, I have no idea where they're going to take it, to be honest. And, yeah, like I say, I do not envy the writers.
0: No clue. No, I, I have no clue how how you'd fix that. I, I have ideas, but then when I say them out loud, they just sound stupid. It's yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they sounded okay yeah. to me.
0: <laughs> That's like my life. <laughs> um, I'm going to get that on a t shirt. I think uh, we can sell that. That can be the that can be the Luke Bly official Star Wars sessions t shirt. There we go.
1: <laughs> Things I say out what loud so are stupid. Kind. There you go. Right. Right. Uh, If if anyone's out there who who markets or creates t shirts, please do that for us. Please. Yeah, get in Shameless, shamelessly hawking merchandise here. Um, Okay, (laughs) well, so before, so very quickly then, hype. What's the hype going to be like as we get into you know, after, after celebration and we get to August, September, October, getting into it, is it going to be fever pitch or do you think it's going to be anxious kind of waiting or, you know, or is it going to be Ooh. like solo where people are like, I'm not going to go and see it.
0: Oh, oh, please. It's not Don't Don't even insult <laughs> episode nine. It's not going to be like solo. I love solo. You, you and I know, I know, I know you have positive, things, right. But, um, it, of course, it's not going to be like solo because Disney are not going to murder their own efforts this (laughs) time round. Like if, if they were saying, Oh yeah, by the way, end game, Avengers end game, that's coming out in April. By the way, episode nine comes out in May. Then I would be really worried. And I know that the hype trains are going to, going to just crash. It's going to just go off the rail. It's not even going to exist. However, that's not the case. It's got its December release, which, which feels Right, yes. it feels like it belongs to us. It belongs to the Star Wars right. fans, and I feel like once Endgame is out of the way, it's our turn. Too right, I agree absolutely. It's our turn, and do I think it will do as well as Endgame? I don't know. I doubt I don't it. Think it will no. I don't think it will. Sadly, but that's. You I know, think it'll be a better doesn't... film overall, but. oh please come on you can't even compare the two i know you do i know i know you do a comic book podcast of another guy but
1: uh, but i've also mentioned on that show that episode nine is what What? what, that's where it's at this year but still
0: yeah i know i know endgame is is a big deal to a lot of people i totally understand that um just like episode nine is is a big deal to, to myself and a lot of people too i feel like this is going to turn in um A lot, a lot of people. I feel like if you look at it statistically, Revenge of the Sith did better than Attack of the Clones. Return of the Jedi did better than Empire Strikes Back. I think I could be wrong. And if that's the case, then I think there's a good chance that this might fall somewhere in between The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. However, however, I really think this is, so unique it's such a unique position to be in it's like brexit like we don't know <laughs> what's going to happen we don't know what's going to happen like it's not happened before it's true right it might be so, as messy
1: as brexit but
0: yeah no i don't think any of us do well I, I i think that uh i don't know i don't know i think it will do well i think it'll be the second highest grossing film of 2019 but if disney play their marketing right which I think they are doing. I think they're teasing us on purpose. Yeah, they're purpose. in no rush. They don't need to be. No, they don't need to be. They don't need to be. I, I'm not even sure if we'll get a type R. Oh, I don't know.
1: Matt, this is such a confu- I'm so confused. <laughs> this is what the galaxy does to command the blight. It confuses him. Oh, honestly. <laughs> uh, honestly. But it's not just me.
0: So many people feel the exact same way. They have no, they have no idea how this is going to go. No um but i'm i'm definitely i definitely think this is going to be an amazing chapter Well, a really nothing's good
1: chapter. ever going to beat i don't think anything's ever going to beat the, the force awakens hype because i know you got wrapped up in it and i certainly did as well so and i don't think it's going to be as uh, epic or rem- memorable or emotional as that but i think it's going to come very close i think but either yeah. way we've only got only got in terms of recording this 10 months and about 6 days to go until we're both sitting down, parked in our chairs, popcorn ready, hopefully, oh, ma- ma- wow. maybe some tissues for Master Blywalker, getting ready to maybe, see maybe. it. But maybe. So, maybe. that's episode 9. We could go on for hours. So before, to, moving on from episode 9, what does what, what the future of the franchise hold? We've got things like the Mandalorians coming, we've got the Cassian Andor series, we've got Star Wars Resistance is going, we've got the Clone Wars coming back, and I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting something, but... You know, where where does the where does the future go?
0: There's a there's a lot, I think, in the pipeline. I think that Disney are gonna be watching uh episode nine to see how well that does, um in, in a lot of different ways. I feel like uh the Mandalorian is going to be ace. Yes. I think it's gonna be I, I think it's gonna smash it out of the park. Take note that I'm an optimist. He so, certainly is an you optimist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an optimist, so it might it might be rubbish. <laughs> However, the Cassian Andor thing, uh, when I heard that was announced, I thought really a prequel to a it's prequel kind of, out of nowhere, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did come out of nowhere. Um, let's see how that goes. It doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't really excite me a whole lot. Um, the Mandalorian really, really excites me because this is going to be the first time we see on screen what the, what the galaxy will look like literally as the empire collapses. Yeah,
1: it is about a year after the return of the Jedi, I think. Yeah.
0: That, that, that is really cool. Really, really cool. And I wonder if they're going to, they're they're probably going to use that platform to try and somewhat in, in, a, in a subtle way explain how the first order how the new republic and the resistance came about and i think us like canon geeks especially that
1: you know we're, we're gonna love that we're gonna soak it all up it's gonna be amazing you do rec- do you think they're go- do you reckon it's gonna be standalone or do you think that in the first series, maybe that John Favreau is going to rely on a few callbacks, you know, name dropping a few famous faces and maybe even bringing some in, not necessarily Luke Skywalker, but other sort of, what do I guess, what do you call mid tier characters? Do you reckon we're sure. going to see a lot of them? Oh. Or they, or are they going to keep it as their own original thing to start with? Listen,
0: if, 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 if Darth Maul can appear in solo, <laughs> then anything can happen. This is true. Anything can happen. Because I, 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 and I actually think, I think Solo, from a political, uh, viewpoint of how Lucasfilm is running at the moment, I think it actually said quite a lot about the company. And I think a move like that, putting Darth Maul into a scene, in, into uh, a, 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 a real life action film, says a lot about how Lucasfilm value their canon because the average viewer, the majority of the audience would have gone like, what? Why is this cut in half? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they're going to think. But they're going to be like, well, no, you have to go watch this cartoon. Uh, Well, that's not what it's about, is it? It's about, well, that's what happens. This is the story. This is the
1: law. It's a one big connected thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think that gives me a bit of hope. Again, I, I maybe, I don't know. I don't think that we're going to see any original trilogy, guys. I think we may see connections from animated shows, possibly. And the reason I say that is because Dave Filoni is yes. involved in The Mandalorian heavily, heavily.
1: Um, He's directing the, the first episode, Yes, he is. He's kicking the whole thing off. So, I mean, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's good.
0: Yeah, and I think may- maybe I'm wrong, but I I was under the impression as well. He's like co. He he's helped write bits of it. I I, I, <laughs> I think I could he's be got wrong. some sort
1: of producing credit, or I think he's kind of John Favreau is the main man. He's overseeing everything. I kind of think. Yeah. I think um, Filoni's like the not not the puppet master saying what to do, but he's there in the background just to say, you know. In in terms of canon, this is what should happen. Maybe use this person, or maybe if they do this, it connects better. I kind of think he's just there to, you know, just connect a few dots, extra dots. Yeah,
0: I, I think that would be amazing. I think that would be brilliant.
1: I think you've hit the nail on the head, because I think it's a perfect chance to tie in kind of minor canon sort of comic books, the animated series, so stuff which the nerds out there who read that, like me and like yourself, and watch them, we Will sit there and think. Oh, I remember that guy. He was in that episode. He was in that episode of Rebels four years ago, and this happened. And um, I like <laughs> it when they connect like that. I, I love all that That's Saw Gerrera. It's like Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera is a
0: good example. You
1: didn't need to know the Clone Wars to know about him, but those of us who did, it was a, it was an awesome callback. So I think they'll use that like that. I don't know how many series they're going to do, but apparently it's going to feel like the original trilogy, which is, I guess what you want to hear but it's also the line that they tow quite a lot but apparently it's going to be dirty pretty dirty and grubby feeling but I like the sound of it I'm I'm so interested to see how they make a TV series out of it like 10 hour long episodes because every well most TV series have they suffer from you know every now and then they have a couple of filler episodes just to pad things out I wonder how they're going to get around that how are they going to what they're going to have, what's going to happen in every episode to make it feel vital, push a story on without ever kind of feeling like it's just, you know, get just a means to get somewhere else. I'm yeah. Interested.
0: Yeah. There, there needs to be a point. And I I, I think Favreau is, a, is capable of telling a, a, a story. So that's, that's why I trust it. I'm really, really optimistic about it. Again, the Cassian thing. I don't know if I see a point, to
1: it um well, it could be a cool and, like intense spy thriller type thing i don't know i mean sure. I, I like diego luna so i'm glad he's back but i don't know it's interesting is how it's going to work because we all know what happens to cassie and andall but uh, it's a way of showing i guess it's just a way of world building and showing what the uh, rebellion as they were then were really like so we get to bring in some other characters but yeah i'm not really sure i'm gonna watch it anyway like we all are and i'm probably gonna oh. love it but that's I mean if you give me the two I want I'll give them the Mandalorian first and foremost.
0: I tell you what, have you been um have you been watching Resistance, Star Wars Resistance? I
1: have, yeah. Have you? Oh, oh all of it? Yeah, I've been uh well, apart from the last episode I saw I haven't seen the very last ep- latest episode, but I've heard about it.
0: Ah, okay, okay. I so I saw the first episode and I, I did I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I I didn't adore it, It but I enjoyed it. Uh, It it gets better.
1: Yeah, because I thought, because it's not, to me, now, as of these episodes, it's not as vital as Rebels felt. Rebels felt like something I was invested man that that connected to so much and I was every time a Rebels episode dropped I'm, I'm there watching it especially as you yeah, got on it. to the end of it which some of the best moments in the entire saga came from Rebels but it could, well, it could grow to be and the recent episodes are hinting at bigger things and in terms of the story we are literally seconds away we're, we're centimetres away from the actual events of the Force Awakens, so the story is going to overlap the Force Awakens. So we're going to see what happens in that oh, wow. film from the viewpoint of these characters, and it's probably going to and it's going to get to the last Jedi too. So it's going to we're going to see those events from a different set of eyes. So that's exciting. Um, but it does get better. So, some episodes are a bit mm, iffy, but you know, I whether it's you know, it, I like it even though it's aimed primarily at kids. It isn't entirely you know stupid, if you will. It's not daft or dumb or toned down for four year olds. Excuse the way I've put that, but it's it's no, in, it's I, I, enjoyable, I it. so it's, it's not quite as vital as Rebels was yet. Yeah, I've I, I, I and I kind of
0: sensed that in the first episode. Um, and and I'll be dead honest, um, as you can probably guess, uh, I've I've not actually watched any of the other episodes. I, I didn't, I haven't Did sat down cool. and thought, oh man, yeah, I, I've not sat down and gone, oh, I really fancy. Seeing what else is happening on on the resistance planet, and I think that's a shame because I thought Rebels was absolutely brilliant. I mean, that started and I think
1: off a bit they, as well, to be honest. But
0: it, 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 good point, good point. Good <laughs> it point. did start off I, quite here. Yeah. And I could I could watch when I first started watching Rebels, I binge watched the whole first season, and then I caught up with season two. I started watching season two week by week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe maybe that's the difference.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's it's pretty decent. Um, I think a lot of the people who, um, hated on it for being for having the temerity to be for children, if they watch it, there will it's quite it, there are some really cool tie ins to canon and characters from other sources turn up, and like I say, we are getting right into the Force Awakens territory now, so that's exciting. We've also got the Clone Wars are coming back for I think it's what twelve episodes. I think they're coming back for this this year at some point. Yeah, Clone Wars saved. That's it. Hashtag Clone Wars saved. You're looking forward to that as a because uh, I am I right in saying you were more of a Rebels fan than Clone Wars. So if I got that totally, yes, I uh, was right. Yeah,
0: no, no, I am. I prefer Rebels to to Clone Wars. I think there is more of a um, there's more of a narrative with Rebels, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I much prefer that. And I really I love the crew. I love the gang. Yeah. Uh, at some point, I really want to uh, rewatch Rebels. Um, and plus, I love that it's chronological i love that rebels is chronological yes. and I- i'm a sucker for that like it really bugged me that episodes were all over the place of the clone wars one minute you have an episode with uh darth maul and stuff like that and then the next you've got like jedi younglings like playing and around the in the squad D squad and yeah uh, you know people are like oh but you need to watch it like this this and this and it's like well no i want to watch it how it was made one two three four five yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, it's, that's like me saying, oh no, watch Star Wars by starting with episode five, then go to two, then go oh, to, man. you know, obviously, you know, that's probably an unfair comparison to be, to, to be frank, but oh well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I loved Rebels, really enjoyed it. Um, but I'd like, I'd like to bring something else up. Yeah. Regarding future of Star Wars. This is what we're now, here for. You, you're not much of a gamer, are you?
1: Um, I I play Battlefront and I'm still I still dip my toe into Battlefront too occasionally. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. I when
0: I, when I get some spare time or something, I love that I can fire up a bit of Battlefront and play it for like a, a, half an hour or an hour yeah, yeah. or something, about, right? Yeah, that that and that's that's really good fun. I thought the story mode was a bit of a miss. It, you know, it should have been a lot longer. I liked it, I but yeah, it was a it. bit short. I like the fact that it was canon, but it's a bit short. Me too me too it was it was it it could have been uh longer and it could have been a little less predictable other mm-hmm. than that i I really really enjoyed it and it looked beautiful God, it looked the absolutely was awesome they were so nice, so nice, but I really want to see more from 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 that standpoint I want to see so much more from the video games. And I know the video game market is changing, like, hugely at the moment. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of uh, controversial things going on, you know, where, where games like Fortnite are being made and, and, you know, they're the biggest games in the world and you can download mm. it for free. Yeah. That kind of, you know, it puts into perspective the place of, of the gaming, gaming industry and gaming companies, really, and how they operate. Um, and sadly, I think that it's a, it seems to be a threat to single player games. And I think that's a big shame because we just, so many people are waiting for that single player Star Wars game. There is a single player Star Wars game coming out, uh, this, um, autumn slash yeah. winter. I think it's called like Star Wars Jedi
1: Fallen Order. Fallen Jedi like or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's about, um, it's it's about how like i think a padawan or a jedi survives just after order 66
1: which sounds awesome
0: it sounds so good and that's a that's a single player game um so i'm 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 super looking forward to that but other than that we've we've had two battlefront games which have been they've been good i've played i've sunk a lot of hours into them i have enjoyed them could have been a lot better though yeah
1: uh, they they look stunning but it's all a bit hollow and i love the games but when i finish them i don't come out thinking i'm so glad i spent the last hour playing that because i've got so much from it i just get shot a lot Uh, yeah Yeah. they look stunning but yeah i i I know what you mean
0: that's the thing like i i remember the days where i'd be gaming i'd be playing like cod or something and i'd be like sinking so much time into these (laughs) games far too much time to be cool yeah, yeah. Started, but i didn't i didn't have like loads of other stuff to do you know i played football here and there and that's about it you know that, that yeah. that's what i did and and a lot of kids uh these days are doing the exact same thing and i feel like you know i can't compete with those kids so when i'm playing battlefront you know i, yeah, have I feel like
1: the old man
0: yeah oh mate i i've finished top I, I could count on probably two fingers i don't
1: think i have ever finished <laughs> top. i finished second once Hey! I've silver, never finished top. Second is the first not loser, bad. but I finished second once. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that game. So, but I know what you mean the the video games seem to have been a bit. Well, they don't know they get hyped up, but ugh, there was a bit flat feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah, and no, I I felt like that for um for Battlefront 2, But that that's where I see. I think the the future of the franchise really is 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 getting pinned on um episode nine it really is
1: oh yeah now, if that's a bust I, then they're in trouble it, not completely in trouble but it's going to damage them with that if episode oh, nine sinks tough. well that's the thing like you know why would they
0: uh why would disney care about lucasfilm as much if episode nine flops and and like game <laughs> absolutely kills it mm-hmm. you know why why would they why would that still be a priority or be a priority anyway you know yeah, you yeah. could probably debate that you know, Marvel is probably more of a priority to Disney than Lucasfilm anyway. Um, I don't think they view it like that. I don't think they try and compete with each other in in, in any way, no, no. apart from that stupid decision to put Solo a month after but, Infinity
1: War. If they would put it in December, that, I think it would have made a lot more money.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. It would it would have made Rogue One money, I reckon. Yeah. Maybe a, Maybe a little less, maybe a little less, but... It, it would have made, it would have done really good. Plenty of people I know couldn't, couldn't afford to go see it just because they went and saw Infinity War. Yeah,
1: it's and expensive that, to that go to cinema reason. over here.
0: Yeah, and, and that, and that was it. That was the only reason they went and saw Infinity War. And they were like, yeah, I can't quite, uh, justify going to see Solo. And it's like, oh, that's such a shame. That's, yeah, I think that's the
1: casual, casual cinema goes, if you're given the choice of the culmination of, was it eighteen or nineteen of these big MCU blockbusters, or or a film about how Pan Solo began? Majority of people, they're going to spend the hard earned money. They're going to go for the big, the bigger blockbuster of the lot, which we can't blame them for. But I mean, I, I I really enjoyed Solo, and I'm still still disappointed and saddened at how little money it took because I rewatched yeah. it. The other day, I watched Rogue One the other day and, and I rewatched Solo last night, in fact, and just realized what a decent film that is. It's a good little film. It's not the world's greatest film, but it didn't need to be. It's just a good, fun action film.
0: Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't trying to be the best film no. ever. It wasn't even trying to be the best Star Wars film ever. It's just a but good film. It's a good film. It's a really, really good film. I don't know. I, I think he, here's a question for you and what Do you think we'll get a third anthology film?
1: I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Mr. Predictable here, but I want that Kenobi film. I really wanna see it. I don't know, i just because I wanna see Ewan McGregor back in the robes, not doing justice, cause I think he was, I think he was one of the better parts of the prequels, as we've mentioned in our show before, but Ewan McGregor wants to do it. Have him, have him in as a, not a tortured Jedi, cause that sounds a bit cliche, but have him as a, cause the novels have set him up as a, as a guy who is kind of not haunted, but, well yeah haunted by the past or what's happened to him by what happened to Anakin what happened to the Jedi Order he can't see his friend Yoda anymore blah blah Qui-Gon how he deals with that how they make that into a film I don't know but I'd love to see a Kenobi film I don't think we're going to get the Bounty Hunter film anymore simply because we've got the Mandalorian and they can just throw them all in there but if they're not going to do a Kenobi film I don't know what what another anthology film could be but if they're going to do one yeah, in 2020, they've got to get a giggle on. But I don't think I think 2020 is going to be all about TV and animated. But what about you? If you were given the chance to have the that, if you were given the the money and the director's chair, what what are you? What would you want? Oh,
0: I mean, I think I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the Obi wan film. Um, I think that's a really good shout. I think you, you uh, and McGregor's down for it um again it just comes down to story it comes yeah. down to story and maybe maybe lucasfilm have seen what's happened with solo and gone you know you and i we can say that's stupid right to compare solo to an obi-wan film that yeah. could be marketed properly you know have lots of um time to be and marketed enough properly and for it yeah yeah absolutely however a businessman who, who doesn't understand that doesn't have the emotion uh emotional investment in star wars like you and i do i don't know i d- i really don't know if they think it would be worth the risk
1: i i'd love them to think it is but then again i'm not i'm not the one putting my hand in my pocket to finance the film but i've heard that they no, i haven't heard that they're going to do it but i've heard people say wouldn't it be cool to have a a mini series five or ten episodes centred on obi-wan on tatooine and have that be like they're doing with the mandalorian but have it on oh. the streaming service
0: oh wouldn't that be magical you and mcgregor wouldn't that be magical oh, I'd be <gasps> down what, for if, that. what if what if obi-wan appears in the mandalorian we, wouldn't that be mental
1: there we go he's already thinking about it oh imagine that wow yeah actually, he'd be dead by then wouldn't he Oh yeah, no! Of course <laughs> you would. I just thought that, that would be awesome. Maybe. No, I mean the
0: Cassian Andor one. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go along with that. You can. Oh, blimey! You can tell I'm tired. Oh wow! We'll pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> but it would be um, good if you so much somehow. Yeah, imagine that! Wow. Uh Okay. Yeah, scratch that. I don't know. I, I think. um I think if they don't do the Obi wan film. I would love to see an anthology film set in a different period of time. Yeah, not 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 during the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah I wanted I'd, to move really away like from that
1: somewhat. Even though I've just shouted for a Kenobi film, but yeah. eventually they got to move away from the OT.
0: Yeah, and and I really feel like we need to flesh out this sequel trilogy. There, we really need to flesh this out a little bit with a bit more lore. You know, and I think that will come with time, especially with this gap between uh, episode eight and episode nine.
1: Yeah. And uh, there's, the... there's
0: a lot of room to do that. And
1: they've got the Game of Thrones guys there doing what's now been pretty much confirmed as a trilogy of films. And you've got Ryan Johnson's trilogy, which he's going to start filming after Knives Out comes out at the end of the year, a film I'm very much looking forward to. So we've got two more trilogies coming from very disparate, very different filmmakers, which Benioff and Wife could be doing the over the public. Ryan Johnson oh. his, is definitely set in a different part of the galaxy. It's not going to be necessarily connected to the wider story, but it's obviously going to be in the same galaxy in time. But so do, you those think, uh,
0: do you think Ryan's still got that job?
1: I think he has. I think because he's, he's got Knives Out, the the murder mystery film coming out in November. And if anyone hasn't seen the cast for that, just go and check out the cast and try and tell me that Hollywood's turned on Ryan John Johnson. That cast is star-studded. And I'm looking forward to that. I think, I mean, he's still got the job what would make me think otherwise is if he has a Colin Trevorrow moment and if Knives Out absolutely sinks and gets sort of 10% on Rotten Tomatoes and nobody goes to see it, maybe then Disney will think okay, that this last film he made, bombed. Colin Trevorrow was meant to do episode 9 he, he brought out the yeah. Book of Henry critical flop, I didn't mind that film but everybody hated it apparently and he pretty much lost a job on the back of that so I guess if Knives Out comes out in November and sinks Disney may look at that and think, well actually, what's gonna happen if he what's gonna happen if he releases three films in this IP and they sink as well. So yeah. I guess part of me if, if that film does well, but as far as I'm aware, and as far as I can believe, he's more than happy more than still got the job because Luke, he had a brilliant relationship by the sounds of it with the guys at Lucasfilm, Guys and Girls, so mm, Okay. Are you on the other side now, of the fence? See mm,
0: okay i I'm not sure he's going to get the job interesting uh, I think they've been really quiet about it, and I think that they are waiting for the the film uh what what's what's ryan's new film called again? Called knives. knives out oh knives out they're totally wrong <laughs> knives, <laughs> knives is like it? a uh, knives is a clone trooper isn't it <laughs> yeah, <nice>. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I, I think they're probably going to use that as an excuse. Exactly what you've just said, like, oh, yeah, we're not sure how. But I really think after The Last Jedi um, controversy, even if you can justify The Last Jedi and you liked it, which a Lucasfilm evidently did. I really don't think they will go with this guy. Can you
1: imagine the internet really no. though? And that's if, a shame. If, if Ryan Johnson, because it will be, it will be billed as Ryan Johnson fired or, or kicked out. Can you imagine the internet? God, there'll be celebrations, which again is uh, opinions, opinions. I don't agree with it, but Disney, it would be, it would be seen as Disney are bowing to the, the loud minority.
0: Oh, true. Touche, yeah. touche. It's a sort But
1: then, at the same time, like you said, it's a business. If the people who are putting their money in say, we don't want this guy, then, like, you, like as yeah. you just said, they will find a way to spin it uh, and make it seem like it was nothing to do with you know the Trolls That's or it. Star Wars. So it's interesting. I mean, we probably won't find out. He's certainly not going to start any real work. Apparently, he started writing it, but he's not going to start any real work until probably next year. It's early next year, but... I mean, I hope his film at the end of the year does well because it sounds awesome. I love a murder mystery, and again, anyone who hasn't checked out the cast. I'm not going to spoil it. Revel in it yourself. It's a heck of a cast. People <laughs> yeah, want to work I, with this guy.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do, and I think that I really think if he was to be given a, his own trilogy, I really feel like um, he, he would. He would actually do a really good job. I think he's a really good storyteller um and i think he would he would have learned a lot from episode eight
1: um
0: and he can get any yeah. shackles
1: either he can do he can do what he wants because he's not restrained yeah. by a trilogy like, I, I, he, he's he's writing it basically speaking do what yeah. he wants
0: yeah and i think i always think that's actually one of the probably one of the mistakes from the sequel trilogy okay I feel like there should have probably been, and again, I've, I think I've said this earlier on in the, in the podcast. I, I, I'd love to learn more about this after episode nine. Um, but I'd be really interested to see if there were rough plots that Lucasfilm and the story group or mm. whoever, or or even JJ, because JJ has been in, involved in every single film. Yes, he
1: has,
0: yeah. A, a lot of people forget that he's been, he's been involved in every single film yeah um i'd be super interested to see what if if there was a plan um and if they abided by it properly or anything like that or if they were given like super creative control um and could do whatever they wanted with a blank canvas or if they're given like like most of the creative control but you have to include this this and this and, and that's it apart from that do whatever you want um and I, that really intrigued me but i, I feel like we're probably never going to know that
1: i tend to think that they might have had a story to start with but it's been blown out the window because obviously trevorrow was he he came out in an interview and said he can't wait to work with luke skywalker and princess leia um, and then obviously saw in the in ryan johnson's film the last jedi well, Luke Skywalker's not like physically around to work with anymore. He's not going to get the big send-off. Obviously, what happened with Carrie Fisher, obviously that's changed the narrative somewhat. But that nobody knew that going into the trilogy. I think that they did have a through line, but it Ryan Johnson pitched his idea, and they thought actually we Bob Iger, head of head of all of this, said I like that. Let's go with that, and it's changed the record a bit, I think. But so I think that I don't think they're winging it necessarily. But I think if JJ was to have, was to have directed all three films, they would have followed a different path, similar to if Ryan Johnson had, had had done three films. I think they wouldn't. They would. They would have been di- t- three two different trilogies because I'm not sure they've got a particularly cohesive, yeah, linear narrative going through all three films. They might do. I might be totally wrong, but that's the impression I get. Is they're not they're not winging it, but they're yeah they're kind of doing film by film, which I'm not always a fan of. I think,
0: I think that's a really, really, yeah, I think, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And and it, it's one of those things we can speculate and speculate and speculate. I really feel like episode nine, we will all look at this and we'll be like, wow, what a masterpiece. I feel like that. But like I told you earlier, I'm an optimist. So let's see what, let's see what happens. This guy's um, the most optimistic guy there is. <laughs> I've, I've got. I've got one more question for you. That okay. I'm really interested. In. We've not discussed it. I don't. I don't think we've actually discussed it. Drumroll in depth. Knights of Ren. Oh yeah. Go on. What?
1: What do you think? of those guys? Are uh, will they be used? Well, I in want ninth? to see them. I think that's. But this is that. Uh, that actually perfectly messes into what you've just said. JJ introduced in them and oh, he loves them. Yeah, he right. loves them. Apparently, right. had them in. You- the Force back, all of it is called, in The Force Awakens. Obviously not yep. used whatsoever in in Episode 8. They could just say, oh, they were out in the... gap," Because in the crawl of Episode 8, it does say, Snoke has deployed his minions across the galaxy, blah, blah. So they, they could write them out and say, oh, they were on other planets rounding up the troops. But uh, apparently they're going to have a huge role to play in Episode 9, if you believe the speculation. But then I think I've only got one film to do something. And are they just going to turn up and get slaughtered? But I'd love to see more of them. I don't know how they can do it, but I'd love to see it.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you think they'll be used? Like, like honestly, you know, no. do, separating opinion from, from like feelings and stuff like that. Do do you feel like they will be in episode
1: nine? I think they will be in episode nine, but I think they're going to suffer the phasma or Praetorian God where they turn up, look cool but just get absolutely handed. They get just get slaughtered. So I think I, I'd like them to turn up. I'd like them to turn up, be a presence, take down some of the good guys and really put themselves across as real villains to fear. But I feel they're just going to be kind of, however many there are, six or seven Captain Phasmas. Uh, are you, are you oh, on, uh, do you think right. they're going to be there? Are you excited? Or do I... you reckon they're just going <laughs> to not turn up? So, so here, here's
0: a thought. Um, and and. I was I was kind of just thinking about this like ten ten fifteen minutes ago, and and I feel like I really feel like um with with J J Abrams being involved in all three of these projects, I really wonder if he has suggested on any changes. And this is this was kind of like what I was getting at with with the whole we'll find out I guess at the end of the trilogy mm-hmm. because right now it's just fun speculation, yes. but. Wouldn't it have been interesting if um Ryan or and, and whoever was writing it with Ryan at the time uh writing episode Ron eight? Um, and that's the guy, that's the guy. Thank you, Matt. That's that's really master of knowledge. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's awesome. It's so good. It's so good. Um wouldn't it be interesting if let's say JJ uh, Ryan wanted to use Knights of Ren um in the throne? scene Ooh, yeah. right yes I and, like this. and and jj said no i don't want you to kill them off i want them in nine and he goes okay then well we can we can come up the guards and from my knowledge there's there's one more thing that i think hints at this is that the 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 last jedi was was finished was a finished film and it was meant to end with the falcon with the millennium falcon zooming in into light speed into into the into the Far Reaches of the Galaxy, right? Uh, then title directed by Ryan Johnson. But they didn't finish at that. They finished with Broom Boy. Broom Boy. And that, that was, and that was added at the end. Okay. Now, we know that in The Force Awakens, some changes were made to the film because Ryan wanted some, some just tiny changes to suit the palette of The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. right? To make, to, to, to make the story make a little bit more sense, but also because, because he wanted to play around with a few things. Now, to, to, to assume that that didn't happen in The Last Jedi, when two different directors, again, Ryan's handing the baton back to JJ. Yeah. To assume
1: that didn't happen, I don't know. I, I don't think he might know. be right. Yeah. Cause, they collab- Apparently, they get on very well, and they're very collaborative together. And Ryan, I mean, J.J. Abrams was brought on before Episode Nine was Episode Eight was completed, I believe. But to be honest, he's probably he probably knew he was coming back to Star Wars a long time before we did, before it was announced. That's what I was trying to say. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Oh,
1: I, you, I can you imagine right.
0: the contracts that would have gone into that?
1: Oh yeah, it wasn't just a case of "Do you want to come back?" Yeah, okay. Text LOL. Yeah, it was done a long time <laughs> before. So
0: that's yeah. a really pertinent no, point. I, I, And, and I think, yeah, I think that is a really key point to remember. I think a lot of themes and a lot of points were probably, um, probably changed in The Last Jedi to suit JJ's overall, uh, story because he's, he opened it. He's closing it. Ryan's produced, um, this meat in the middle, which spices things up, you know, and it certainly does do that. Depending on how much you can handle your flavour, handle your heat—that's it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right? And and that's what I think it is because a lot of people aren't happy with that film. I can't handle. Uh, I don't know what they were expecting. Yeah, And, and if you ask them like what they're kind of expecting from the film, they you know it sounds okay. Some of the theories sound really okay, but you know it doesn't mix things up like what the last Jedi did, and that's where the film really does do well but i i i don't know i think that i really really do think there is something big um going on with with the sequel trilogy and i think 9 is going to explain it all uh so that's that's where we're heading
1: april April, April Matt. In celebration, celebration. I wish I can get to Chicago. I can't, but I'm going to be there in oh, spirit. I'm going to be there on dang. YouTube watching furiously. Yeah. And may, if anyone from the work is listening, don't watch my computer during those hours because I maybe be have a small <laughs> browser open in the corner.
0: <laughs> we've too. got
1: ten months before episode nine, so we've got ten months worth of speculation, which has already started. I guess before that, it would be it would be. I can't not mention the novels. I'll quickly mention them because I love the novels. That's one of my favorite parts. We've got. A Padme novel coming out in a matter of weeks called Queen's Shadow, set between one and two. We've got. Oh, really? Yes, we've got Master and Apprentice, Obi Wan and Qui Gon, set just before the Phantom Menace, coming out, written by Claudia Gray, who's the best Star Wars writer out there. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. What well, Claudia's written uh, another canon Star he Wars? Did Lost
1: Stars but, and Bloodline, and uh, there and print right. a layer of Alderaan. Yes, all of them. Yes, excellent.
0: yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah, I, I thought I knew the name.
1: And we've got uh, Alphabet Squadron, which is all about the uh, different fighters, like the U-wings, X-wings. I'm a stupid title, but looking forward to that. Alexander Freed, who did the Battlefront book, which was quite a good book actually, it's but like a band of brothers type thing that comes out, and then a couple of months later, weeks later, the third in the Thrawn trilogy comes out, Th- Thrawn Treason, which is apparently set just before. The end of Rebels. So, because I mean, if I remember rightly, in the end of Rebels, towards the end, Thrawn was absent. The Empire had sent him away somewhere, and this book is going to is going to explain where he's been and lead right into that eventual uh, defeat at the end of Rebels. So, I'm looking forward to that. And then we've got the when, books. when
0: When's that? When's that get released?
1: That That's one, the July the twenty third. I'm looking at now. So, a couple of months time. July 23rd, okay. And then we've got no. the, because we've got the Disney, got Galaxy's Edge opening in Disney. And oh, A couple don't. of books coming out about that, which don't. are going to be excellent. And of course we've got, we'll have the Journey to Episode 9 novels coming out. So, if like me, you like, love reading the books because I love to devour all of the books and all of the little connections and that. Awful lot of looking forward to. Galaxy's Edge, I'm not gonna be able to go straight away because I can imagine the lines are gonna be horrendous, but I'm gonna use the excuse of taking my daughter to Disney World so I can go to Star Wars world.
0: Oh absolutely. I'm gonna
1: cry. <laughs> yeah, going it's to all canon cry. as well, apparently, somehow. Everyone's dressed up and yeah. you have to go through like a story. And you can get Oh, say, so, uh, quote quite arrested by stormtroopers and that it's awesome
0: wow I, I honestly I cannot wait I cannot wait I'm hoping to go um, next year next year in the spring I'm going to go to the California one that's yes. the plan um, so I'm going to be one happy man baby during that time I'm
1: saving up to go as well when we're going to pod live from Black Spire in Galaxy's Edge we'll be in the cantina podding live oh. drunk too much wow. blue milk and it's going to be a mess but we'll be doing it <laughs>
0: Oh, imagine that! Imagine that! Unbelievable! I can. can't wait. The look, that I, I, I've, I've. Oh man, it's being able to walk into the Millennium Falcon.
1: Yes, and in real life, in the cockpit. Are you
0: kidding me, man? Oh it's, wow!
1: It's, re- it's. I know there's a lot of people. A lot of people are bemoaning the fact that they may not be able to go because, let's face it, it is expensive, and there is a lot of hype about Galaxy's Edge, and a lot of people probably will never see it, which it's a shame. But it's still exciting. And I'm looking forward to going there. And and before we move on to the very last bit, come on, all the things we've just mentioned and the stuff which we have no idea which is coming, because Celebration is going to be explosive, full of information. It's a hell of a time to be a Star Wars fan, surely. Am I right?
0: Oh, you are spot on. You are spot on. I mean, the moment that title is revealed. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, I, I'm I cannot wait. Do you, I mean I just have to ask one more time, Matt? Do Do you honestly think we're not going to get a title before celebration?
1: the The marketing part of me says they're going to release it a, maybe like a week before, just because they're going to want to sell merchandise. That's at what celebration, I think- but then. There's nothing to stop them selling it on the second day. Release the trailer on the first day, or maybe, I think they're doing it, I think they open up like a Wednesday. Release it on a Thursday, start selling the merchandise straight after that, roll it out. But that's, logistically,
0: logistically, that means you have to have made the merchandise, right, shipped it to, to, to the States, get it ready in
1: the venue, at the vendors, Do do you really think it wouldn't get leaked? I mean, because I mean, they they must have. Somebody, I mean, obviously the toys have got to be made. Surely they must have some kind of marketing information. But obviously, you've got NDAs. But um, if if it hasn't been leaked, then you know this is the biggest Fort Knox job I've seen. But uh, so yeah, the marketing side of me thinks they may release it a week before. But just for the, just to basically say, right, everybody else has had their time. We're coming to play now celebration we're dropping the trailer and at the end we're revealing the title Get there you go internet there you go fanboys and fan haters have that eat that for the next few months i think that would yeah. be the best way to do it so are we going to get it a celebration or are they going to do it in a tweet <laughs> i
0: know i oh i don't know i don't know i have a i'd really like to sit before celebration but imagine imagine having to tune in and seeing the title at the end of a trailer yeah live but uh, would they do that would they do that because most people will be watching it on youtube and in the title of the video will be the title of episode nine
1: right okay if it's a live stream it's different because they wouldn't have to put anything they could just have episode nine panel for example and then as soon as the trailer drops online they could the guys behind the scene could then change the code and have the title come up but um, I don't know. If you're there, actually in the auditorium, then it's the biggest rush you're going to get for a long time. Uh, would it be the same watching it online? Because obviously sitting in sitting in my front room or wherever or on the toilet, or whatever, watching it on your phone, is it going to be as visceral and it's exciting as being there? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I watched the um the last Jedi one that
0: was in Orlando. I watched that live. Yes, with a few friends. We what we I managed to uh, convince some people. To spend some of their Saturday streaming that live <laughs> watching YouTube, yeah. uh, watching YouTube, and that was really fun. We we all really enjoyed yeah. that, and it went super quick too. It's Time for the um, Jedi I, to win. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was nuts. It was nuts. I, I and I, I really, really, really can't wait. Of course, um, I had the pleasure of going to the Rogue One panel uh, Soul Celebration yes, in Europe. That was amazing. I uh, I slept in the Excel Exhibition Centre the night before to get the wristband for that, and that was such a good laugh. That was a really, really good fun. I uh, was there but, on
1: a Saturday, but Mister B- Yeah Com- Co- Clone Commander Bly braved the cold, unforgiving floor of the O two Arena. Yeah, the Excel, yeah, uh, the Excel Arena.
0: Yeah, side. yeah. Oh, can't say yeah. You can't get those two confused. My brother used to work at the uh, Excel. It's confused the two. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry,
1: Brother Bly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but uh, it, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be really good. It'll be special. So I'll be looking at probably watching that. Let's say, I reckon the panel will probably be around midday. What do you reckon? Um, it'll be on a Friday, right? Chicago time.
1: Chicago time. To- midday Chicago time, which would probably be... So, Six hours. Yeah, it's about sort of dinner time, late late afternoon, early evening. Our time, I'd say, sort of six, seven o'clock in the evening. UK time, that is for international yeah. listeners.
0: It'll be probably on. that will be probably on a Friday, I'd imagine. Like with other celebrations.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd. Uh, what are we in now? We're in February, so this is. It, hopefully, we get an episode out in March. If, um, we, I'd like to certainly think we're going to get one out for celebration to go over everything we've heard about then. Oh, yes. Everything we're talking about, we're going to, we are going to digest like the spicy meat lovers that we are. And we'll, (laughs) we'll come back to you about that. But before we, before we finish, because there's so much that can happen, we've discussed what is going to happen. And now it's kind of what we're going to get a celebration. What is going to happen? Well, that's only, to be fair, that's only coming in literally two months' time now. So it's not, long to wait so let's save that for a celebration a celebration of celebration
0: yeah for sure for sure
1: so before we go we're we're ending the shows now with something which we call session spotlight Uh, Luke and myself we are handed three random numbers we pick them Uh, which correspond to a random character from canon. None of that legends here. We're all canon here. And we just basically shine a very brief spotlight on. And it could be you know, anybody from Luke Skywalker himself to the guy who served drinks in that comic that one time. Just shine a light on the people who may never see the light. So let's go for it then. We've got three each. So who have you got first, Commander? Okay, so first I
0: have Abel LaSalle. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah, you know... You know know Abel, Abel, right? Of course, yeah, Abel, that guy. Saw him down the pub that time, right? (laughs) So, Abel LaSalle, he was an individual who served as a commander in the naval forces of the Galactic Empire. Around five years after the Empire's foundation, LaSalle was deployed aboard the Imperial-class Star Destroyer Sovereign. While their vessel was docked at Fondor, someone's... someone usurped 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 that sounds <laughs> like an ass, but I've,
1: ne- I've never <laughs> I've never seen that word in my life you can say tell- wow. I wasn't reading along so I thought it was a character's name and then I've just caught it <laughs>
0: <laughs> right okay that word uh, <laughs> the commander's identity by using forged code cylinder an officer's disc notable appearances Tarkin novel
1: Thank you, Abel. You are now out there. My first one was Caris Sindian, who was a human female senator who represented the wealthy planet of Arcanus in the Galactic <laughs> Senate of the New Republic. <laughs> childish.
0: <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> I see was, where this is going. That okay. wasn't even me. That was, Good old Ma- tanner. That was Master Blywalker. Uh, she belonged to the Centrist faction whose members favoured a stronger galactic government and a more powerful military. She was also of Royal Bloodline, and she searched the Great Hall of Biron and discovered a recording from Bail Organa stating that Leia was the daughter of Darth Vader himself. She used that to ruin Leia Organa's reputation by informing a close friend, uh, Ransom Castafo, of Organa's parentage. And in secret, she was part of the First Order and she saw Leia Organa backing down as a victory for the organisation. She was the one who told the uh, galaxy that Darth Vader was Luke and Leia's dad. And she was notable for appearing in Bloodline, the novel. Oh wow, good book. Okay, my next one: Ainley
0: Team, <laughs> a Grand Senator who represented the um, the planet of Malastair in the Galactic Senate during the last decades of the Galactic Republic, when the Trade Federation invaded the planet Naboo, and uh, the then Supreme Chancellor Finis Valorum was voted out of his office. Along with Bail Antilles of Alderaan and Sheev Palpatine of Naboo, Team was nominated as Valarum's potential successor. However, Palpatine ultimately won the election. Notable appearances: The Phantom Menace.
1: You know what? I think I remember this guy. Mainly Team. There you go. See, it's people. Yeah. It, it it may ring a bell. If you, I bet if everybody out there may Wikipedia him, they'll find out who it, who he actually is. Um, Who's my second one? Kolar Ludd, also known as the Depopulator. He was a male member of the Imperial Special Forces. He developed a notorious reputation for killing the inhabitants of entire villages and raising them to the ground. This is happy... After Ludd wow. was captured by the Alliance to restore the Republic, he was imprisoned at the impregnable Sunspot Prison. During Eneb Ray's attack on the prison, Ludd managed to break free and attack Princess Organa, but was subdued. He was killed when Eneb Ray lowered his section of the prison's sunshield, causing Ludd to be incinerated by the sun. Hmm. Uh, notable what? appearance from the Star Wars comic series. What? That is dark. Canar Lud was burnt to a crisp. <laughs> Wow! What poor guy, nasty guy.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Are you you want to hear this one? Okay. This is gonna be good. Bergen, a human female who served as a colonel in the Galactic Empire during the early stages of its reign. In 18, before the Battle of Yavin, Bergen, along with the Imperial Security Bureau Commander Jordo and Major Rantu, assisted Governor Wilhuff Tarkin in military operations on Cala. After Rantu's forces were eliminated, Bergon led the assault against Akbar's forces, but was killed when her Skybase was destroyed. Notable appearances Star Wars, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith comics.
1: You've got a much better voice for this than I have. Uh, my wow. last one is Talisan Tally Lintra. I remember Tally. Uh, she was a human female pilot who served as a lieutenant and squadron commander in the Resistance's naval branch during the New Republic era. By the time the war against the First Order... Lintra was known as one of the most capable pilots on the Resistance. She piloted an RZ-2 A-wing interceptor and served as Blue Leader during the evacuation of Dakar until her demise aboard the Radus at the hands of a pair of missiles fired by Kylo Ren's TIE silencer. And she was obviously in The Last Jedi. Not for very long, but she got blown up just before Poe Dameron got to his Black X-wing. Wow. R.I.P. Tally Lintra.
0: Wow, what a babe, what a hero. She
1: certainly was. So that's There's our six canon characters a month. Um, Maybe people may have heard of Tani or maybe Carrie Cydian, but I've never heard of the other four. But that's the point of this spotlight, is to kind of mention the people who were in the comics, in the novels, in Rebels, Resistance, even in the films. One of them, one day, we're going to get Luke Skywalker. Uh, it's just, ah. just to put a spotlight on the people out there who make up the rest of the galaxy, the unsung heroes nah. or the people who got burnt by the sun. So that that brings an end to this episode of Star Wars Sessions. It's been absolutely packed full of episode nine, what's coming in the future, speculation. I certainly hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. So thank you so much to my Jedi Knight of a co-host, Mr. Bly. Uh,
0: No worries, Matt. Anytime. It's been an absolute pleasure. Loved it.
1: It's been awesome. I'm looking forward already to the next episode. But until then, where can the internet find you on the internet?
0: Well, the internet can find me mostly on the lovely Instagram app. Uh, my username is at leaf.it.out.luke. At leafoutluke. I'm, I mostly do photography, street photography, urban landscape photography, all that boring stuff. Uh, but I'm always up for a chat about Star Wars. So feel free to slide in my DMs and ask any geeky Star Wars questions
1: slide on it, best damn photographer this side of Coruscant check it out and you i will be um, furiously sharing the pictures on instagram every now and then just to keep the good word out of luke's superb photography uh, if you really <laughs> want to you could find me at what i watch not what i watch tonight across all of the socials and any good podcast provider worth their crate salt. you'll find all of these star wars sessions last year we did the prequel trilogy, the OT and what was then the sequel trilogy. We've done a Rogue One episode. We've done Solo. All the films, are. our opinions are out there. Whether they've changed or not, who knows? But they're out there. And of course, we've got this one now. If you like what you hear, tell your Star Wars friends that there's a couple of guys who just shoot the Galactic Breeze who would love to hear your thoughts as well. And if you really love us, why wouldn't you leave? Let's leave us a good review on iTunes, and it really helps this show out inordinately. And it's always great to hear, as Luke said, from fans who just want to nerd out about the nerdiest of things, Star Wars. But from me, until next time, see ya! And from Luke,
0: Man of force be with you.